Um, I can only hear you in my left ear. I don't know that I can do anything about that. That's a lie. I can just hear you more in my L- left ear. Louder in your left ear? A hearing problem that I'm having right now or something. I don't know. I'm falling apart. Okay, let's try that again. Uh, can we? <sighs> no, that sounded good, actually. I like that as the cold open. <laughs> Okay, sure. <laughs> you know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding. So feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. It's a Harry Potter fanfiction podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Um, We just recently hit half a million downloads on this fucking Harry Potter fanfiction podcast. Excuse me? We have like a million episodes, so maybe that's not so impressive. I mean, this is only episode 80. <laughs> That's a million episodes. <laughs> That's a million. We haven't hit 100 episodes yet. Um, we have some uh, Yes Glitter updates. We have Because we haven't done that yet. Yes Glitter update. <laughs> we have not yeah. done one yet. I keep getting so confused about like what things that we've said to each other and what things we've said to anyone else or on an episode. We did that same thing in our Patreon live stream today where I was like, you know that thing I said? Yeah. We're having enough <laughs> problems just coordinating between the two of us about anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the Yes Glitter update is that we are going through the over 100 submissions that we got. We got hot s- damn, y'all. So many submissions. <laughs> Several, most of them have more than one thing in each submission. There is a lot to go through. So we're going through the submissions right now. Actually, hopefully by this episode's release date, we'll be done with that portion because we are planning to have this thing done by our anniversary. Yeah, like planning on having it in the mail come on its way to you by July 31st. We'll let you know if that when that changes. <laughs> yeah, when we yeah, realize that we've done something insane as we do all the time, you know. It's fine. What's else? What else? We had another announcement. Make it. Make the other announcement. I will make the other announcement. The other announcement is that we're doing the fucking survey again, y'all. <laughs> cool i mean here's the thing is i just want to like i know that we have listener like more listeners than we did last time we did the survey for sure we have a bunch of listeners and i don't know what your house is i don't know how you found the podcast i don't know Mm -hmm. what your favorite dreary ship is Mm -hmm. and i think this is all very important information for us to have um so mm-hmm. that we can get to know you a little bit better. Get you get you the stuff you want, you know? Are we going to have the what's d- the distillation of your soul question again? <laughs> yes, of course. That's a staple of the survey, <laughs> my dude. All right. So look out for two, sir, two, vey coming at you soon. <laughs> 
God damn it. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to do that actually on the pod, that that was just a pre-pod discussion joke, but apparently... What do you, what do you mean? It was too much to hope I don't, for. I don't pre-plan bits. <laughs> uh, um, we had a we had a really fun tweet come through recently. <laughs> I'm very self-conscious about it. <laughs> Somebody tweeted at us and was like, you know, Kim laughs like my grandma. <laughs> I don't know what that yeah, I'm not entirely sure whether like how you should feel about that. Um, I think you should feel like flattered. Honestly. Okay. I did like your reply to the tweet though. Yeah. The reply is that yes, I am literally your grandma. <laughs> oh, I'm man. everyone's grandma now. That's a lot. Speaking of Twitter, um, you ran a Twitter poll recently. Oh, I did. It was, you know, you said we should put a Twitter poll up. Want to know what the Draco slash Cho ship name really is? Where do people fall on this? Um, I listed Dro, mm-hmm. Draco. Uh-huh. You had one more in there. What was that? Choco. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it was so funny. Choco did not win. Draco was the obvious winner because it's the stupidest. <laughs> I don't know. They're all yeah. really stupid. Yeah. There was, uh, there was some people in the comments were saying I should put Choco on there as well. That's also um, horrible and I like it. Which is also really bad. Those are bad. all really grim to say out loud. Yeah. I don't. I, I mean, I agree with the results, though, ultimately. Uh-huh. Um, I do believe that Draco is the clear superior ship name. Yeah, it's got it's got all of Cho's name in it, which is nice. <laughs> so now, so now, I didn't think this was ever going to happen on this podcast. This is a an ad break. Ooh, here we go. It's our first and maybe uh maybe only <laughs> almost certainly only after the rest of the content of this episode. Oh good. I'm glad we're putting this on a good one. Um this is an ad, is an ad break where we are going to do an ad for Hank Green's new book, A Beautifully Foolish Endeavor. The Library Journal review says that throughout this adventurous, witty, and compelling novel, Green delivers sharp social commentary on the power of social media and both the benefits and horrendous consequences that follow when we give too much of ourselves to technology. I'm so excited. I don't think we would have done this ad if not for the fact that we are both so fucking excited for this book that I think I am not going to be able to contain myself for the next little bit until it comes out. We so I have the first book. This is the sequel. Yeah, this is the sequel and the conclusion. So this is a two-part series. The first book's called An Absolutely Remarkable Thing, and holy shit, it's so good. I have two copies of An Absolutely Remarkable Thing, and are just like I read it, and then I was like, all right, every single person that I know has to read this, and just started farming out my two copies to yep. everyone who yep. would like look me in the eyes, who I could put the book in their hands and then sort of run away. I was one of the people that got that treatment and I also absolutely love that book. That book is so good. It's um some really cool like like now sci-fi and it's got a some really 
I think some really good things to say about kind of like where we're at in like social media and discourse and man that book's just so good you're like I'm reading a sci-fi book but I'm also like thinking a lot about the state of our relationship with the internet yeah yeah the so this is the second book of course if you haven't read the first book go read the first book read it real fast because a beautifully foolish endeavor comes out tomorrow tomorrow as of the release of this episode July 7th is when that book drops on maybe someone's porch I didn't pre-order two <laughs> copies. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, it's going to be a releasing. Um, you can get it as an ebook. You can get it as a physical book. Anywhere books, ebooks, audiobooks are sold. Also, um, the the main character is um, a queer person, yeah. which I think will uh, our listeners would really like. So, yep, she's got that big disaster buy energy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that book is so good. I'm so excited for the sequel. Everybody should go check it out. So there you go. Our very first and probably only ad. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Stupid. Do you want to do... <laughs> now that we're done with that... Oh, fuck. Now we got to get into whatever you brought me that you've been freaking out about ever since we've been we've been doing podcast stuff already today for like three and a half hours or something like that. I've been excited to read this to you for weeks. Don't lie. Oh, my God. I found this and I was like it was like a weight off of my chest. I was like, hell yes, I am so (laughs) excited to read this. All right, let's do it, man. Let's do it. This story is called One Fine Morning. It came out post-Half-Blood Prince, and the genre is romance. Romance. Okay. Great. Post-Half-Blood Prince. Okay. Yep. This gives me fucking nothing, my dude. (laughs) Yep. The main character of this story is Lavender Brown. Okay. My second prediction is that um, this is a rekindled romance. So this is a couple that has already been together in canon and broke up, and this is them getting back together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And <laughs> and um, there will be a declaration of love by the the lake. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. One. You already. Fine. (laughs) Morning. It wasn't a dark and stormy night. In fact, it was a beautiful, bright summer morning. Great. It was one fine morning. It was one fine morning. (laughs) I'm glad that we. I'm glad that we've reinforced the title here. It's a really nice day. I opened up one fine morning and I was like, this isn't a dark and dreary evening. I don't don't know why. It's fine. I don't, you know, it's fine. (laughs) Why do so many fan fictions feel like they have to start by describing like, like zoomed out the kind of day that's happening? 
Because that's a like a like a literary device, right? You go, Tro- you like, yeah. I realize it, but it's generally not being utilized in fan fiction as such. Yeah, it's like they're like perfunctorily. Is that a word? Uh-oh. That's how you start a story. They, yeah, you gotta you you, you gotta start it somewhere. So I like the ones that start the in today. the middle of the thought, and the thought is Harry and Draco are making out. What? Um, there wasn't a storm. <laughs> right. No storm. But there was indeed a bit of wind driving small waves over the lake. Except for the quiet hum of the wind, it was absolutely silent. There wasn't a single living creature in sight anywhere on the Hogwarts grounds. Hmm. Then, a single figure could be seen standing by the lake. The wind Ooh. caught a f- <laughs> The wind the caught- lake. <laughs> Yeah, we're by the lake. <laughs> There's a lake in this what? story. What? Okay. <laughs> the wind caught a few locks of midnight black hair, throwing them in the oh, air, yeah. and threw back the cloak that seemed far too heavy to be worn on such a warm day. Oh. <laughs> However- The figure did not notice or acknowledge this. Instead, he, for it was the figure of a man, raised his head and let out a shout. Or, rather, it sounded like a series of waves crashing against the shore. What? A human made wave noises? Yeah, he's making some (laughs) wave noises? It sounds like it's Snape, from what your description is doing, maybe? Um, I'm very confused by human making wave noises, but I yep. suppose we are in a magical realm here. Fine. Yeah, um, it's, it's magic. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Is it uh, uh, waves crashing against the shore like a squid mating call? Is this Severus Snape slash the giant squid? <laughs> What's going on? Don't, why do you have that look on your face? What the shit? (laughs) Then he looked over to the lake as if waiting for something. Oh, my God. And then he saw that something. Oh, my God. Did I seriously? Did I really? Did I really? That was a joke. That was a joke. It's Squid Month, baby. Oh my god! We're back! (laughs) Fuck, I guess we're doing Squid Month again, you guys. (laughs) The listeners fucking demanded it! Have you seen any of our channels of communication with them? It's true. They do demand Squid Month. I wasn't sure if we were going to... If we were going to do Squid Month in the same month again, or if we were going to switch it up, surprise them with, like, Squid Month November, you know? Um, But I see. I see. I see that we're doing Squid Month now. And I cannot believe that I just guessed that. (laughs) That, Because that was supposed to be a real stupid joke. <laughs> oh my god. Oh All right. my god. There's a man standing by the lake. He made some lake noises and he's <laughs> waiting for something. <laughs> and he saw that something. Mm-hmm. 
One by one, several tentacles rose from the lake. And at last... Several. They just keep you know, going. There's like some, 800 of them. Some tentacles. I don't know how many tentacles squids have. It doesn't matter. There's some. I'm not a squid biologist. And I would never claim to be. And at last, the massive head. Approaching the shore, the giant squid made his way through the water. Mm-hmm. Of course, his name wasn't really the giant squid. That was only what not. he had been... <laughs> it's a Stella. It's no, it's not a Stella today. That was only <laughs> what he had... <laughs> he had been dubbed by several generations of students, which the creature himself thought to be very rude. After all, he didn't call them all human, now did he? No, he calls Nobody's... them all by their proper names Yeah, when discussing them with his lover, uh, Severus Snape. Also, here's the thing. What's up? <laughs> how, I mean, how are they supposed to know what your name is if you don't tell them what your name is? He's probably told them in Squid. It's not his oh. fault they don't understand and have never tried yeah, to. That's, that's very true. That's very true. Honestly, okay, I'm behind it. Rude. That's rude. What's it's what's rude. The, what's his name? What's its name? Not that they'd known, of course. Very few understood what he said. Since speak he did at times, but only to those selected few who could actually understand his words. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right, I have a I have a voice, don't I? Good oh, afternoon, good. Adam. <laughs> The squid's name is Adam? Yeah. Man, that's kind of milk toast, dude. Yeah. It's a it's a big letdown. I was let yeah. down when I read that. I was like, oh, the Man. squid's got a name and we don't know it. What is it? Adam? Okay. Okay. Fine. I guess that's fine. Sure. <laughs> I was looking for something a little bit more, you know, fantastical. Yeah. Um, possibly like several names mm. you know mm-hmm. um not necessarily it's possible something so short that it just doesn't really translate oh so he th- like he thinks it's adam and really it's like slosh 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 right that thank you <laughs> Said the figure by the lake, reaching out a hand to softly caress the sleek surface of one tentacle. Oh, jeez. Okay. The the long appendage was then wrapped around a slim waist. Now, now, wait a second. I'm going to actually scroll back up here and reassure you with something. This fanfic is rated T for teen. That doesn't reassure me at all about anything. It's not explicit, probably, unless they have a vast (laughs) misunderstanding of what T for teen means. (laughs) I mean, that's all fan fiction writers had a vast misunderstanding of what T for teen means. Of what any of the ratings meant. This one's rated M and it's got like one fuck word in it. I like them all. It was like, I was reading through some 2001 stuff the other day, and uh-huh. it was just like, uh, PG-13 for um, theme. And then you'd be like, the theme is romance. 
There's nothing. There's nothing about <laughs> what do you mean? Gotta be PG thirteen if if they're gonna make eyes at each other across <laughs> the room. None of us knew anything. We were so young. <laughs> they're holding hands, PG thirteen. T for teens. T for teen. Stupid. Okay, Good. fine. There's a tentacle wrapped around a small waist. Yep. However, the man didn't even bat an eyelid as he was gently, carefully lifted into the air and carried close to the large head. Why? Good afternoon to you too, Kane, Adam replied. Wait, what is happening? Of course, Kane wasn't the man's true name. However, it was what Adam usually called him, a nickname of sorts. Now, Sequoia, I absolutely uh, cannot parse or unpack this, and I was hoping uh, you could help me. Uh, I don't okay. understand. As in, wait. Kane. Kane. Right. The squid's name is Adam, and the squid calls Snape Kane, and I don't know Those why. Are both biblical names? Yes. Um... And I would love to help you out. Okay. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> that would require also... me knowing anything about the Bible. Cain is Adam's, uh, it was, uh, you know, Cain and Abel. I think they were Adam and Eve's children, right? Ah. Uh, so that makes know, this dude. fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, this friend. is very strange. Unless the weird nickname. I... Citizen Cain. Citizen Cain. <laughs> Also, I guess possible that they just thought it sounded cool. I really don't know what they were going for here. Yeah, it seems to me that it can't possibly be a coincidence that those are both biblical names, especially given that Adam is such a boring name for the giant squid. Right, but uh, based on their relationship and I don't know. Author, what were you doing? It's fine. It's fine. You, tr- you, you They're doing something. It's fine. They're doing something. If and you anyway, want to weigh in, tweet at us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, the squid gives weird nicknames, I guess. The end. Sure. Sure. And then the squid says, um, have you been well? <laughs> this is a nice conversation okay. on a nice morning. Yeah. As well as you can expect. What with... Everything that has been going on, sighed the man. As good as you can expect Snape to ever be at any point. Wait, this is post-Half-Blood Prince. What? It's fine. Oh, What's he doing at the castle? It's fine. I don't know. I couldn't come to visit any earlier. The Dark Lord decided to make Pettigrew stay at my place to help. As if. The rat is there merely to spy on me and to try to find out my true loyalties. Not that he'd be smart enough for that anyway, he added with a snort. (laughs) This seems like it's probably set in the summer. Before Half-Blood Prince, right? Before Half-Blood Prince, yeah. It seems like it. Is is Wormtail just, like, sleeping on his couch? He was in the book. Well, no, he was, like, stuffed in a closet and he was, like... Remember at the beginning of Half Blood right. Prince? He was, yeah, he was there. Yeah. Roomy. 
And they were roommates. Wormtail. God, they were roommates. Roomies. <laughs> Gross and weird. Do you think they meal planned together? And yes. they had like a chore chart. Uh, I think the chore chart was Wormtail has to do all the chores. <laughs> the chore chart just says, fuck you, Peter. <laughs> do you think they carpooled to Death Eater stuff? Side along apparition just for fun. Yes. Just to yeah. do it together. Just to hold hands. <laughs> just to Have hold some hands. physical contact. <laughs> do you think they watch Netflix together? Do you think no. they have a favorite Netflix show that they binged together? No, because it was 1996, Sequoia. This is an alternate universe. Don't with me. <laughs> no, this is this shit's canon, my friend. Why not? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, fine. Continue. Do be careful, though, Adam advised him. I don't want to lose you. A brief smile touched the pale lips. Rest assured, I do not plan to go anywhere anytime soon. Big mood. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, really got me with that one. Um, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Definitely not to my death. Death. Sorry. I'm become quite attached to living, you see. It's a habit I find hard to dispose of. He's very witty. because he's in love. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> in the books, Snape's like really about dying. He's like, yes, yeah. please, <laughs> let me die. He's, yeah, he's, Everything uh, he's is got the worst. a hardcore death wish. But like, yep. this, this Snape, this Snape, man, he's found love. He has. And he does want does not want to shuffle off this mortal coil, you know? Yep. Yep. Don't joke around, the squid said sternly. Take care of yourself, Kane. Honestly. Should you die, I would have nobody left. There was a definite tone mm. of sadness in the squid's voice, which, to anybody uninformed, would have mostly resembled the sound of popping bubbles and splashing waves. I mean, isn't the squid, like, really old? Probably. And is going to live, like, a long time Probably. more than this? Probably. Probably. He's going to outlive. Snape? Snape, for sure. Especially since Snape's going to be dead within two In, years. Like, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> real, real quick. <laughs> okay, fine. They're in love. Um, They're having a nice conversation. And squid speak sounds like popping bubbles and splashing waves, which I'm not going to try to recreate because I think that would be really unpleasant. No, you kind of already did, though, earlier. I don't have the Foley equipment to really, to really <laughs> do this. I got a drink here. Let's see. Okay. Okay. I can't really hear that. No, can't hear it. Okay. <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> you did try with the, the materials you had at your disposal. <laughs> <sighs> to this, the man merely patted the tentacle holding him, a gentle smile on his lips. No, he was not about to abandon his friend. <laughs> they love each other so much. What most people never realized was that Adam was not just an intelligent beast, but actually a sentient creature. Centuries 
worth of magical exposure having formed him, formed him into something as intelligent as a human, if not more so. <laughs> okay, so he wasn't born this way. He was once a regular squid. Yeah, and then... Maybe? Hard to tell? <laughs> sort of lived next to Hogwarts and... Why is there a squid in the lake? Did you know that the Hogwarts toilets um, empty directly <laughs> into the lake? Yeah. Myrtle gets flushed uh, into the lake. I know. I know. Which is which has some really gross... Look, it's best not to talk about Hogwarts <laughs> plumbing. My life has been ruined for years since I had to start thinking about Hogwarts plumbing. Mm-hmm. Had to. I, I just I thought it was. To. I thought it was pertinent to the to the current conversation. Yeah, I know? guess there's probably a lot of stuff with latent magical energy floating around in the lake. Some latently magical poops. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was trying to not to get too blue, but I'm glad that you did it. I know, and I usually don't let you say poop on the podcast, and I never say poop on the podcast, and so I've said it like three times, and we're good for the rest of the year. You want to do it one more time for me? Poop. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best day ever. Oh, this is a great podcast. Continue. Thank you. Oh. Snape was proud to be one of the few people who ever got to see past that surface. Even while he had been a student, he had at times run off to spend the night beside the lake talking with Adam. Wow. (laughs) That's so sad. Wow. His schoolmates had merely thrown things at the beast, used him to scare first years, or gone to swim with him. I feel like those three things aren't really on the same level. One of those not like the other. Yep. Mm Yeah. (laughs) Mm-mm. Or been terrified of being near the lake. That's Harry. Yeah. <laughs> True, Snape did swim in the lake as well, often accompanied by his gigantic friend. But to him, Adam was a companion, not just a living toy. They don't kind of. I mean, there is no reason for anyone else to think of the squid as a sentient being. No one but Snape can talk to it. Even in this yeah, fic. F- wait, yeah, first you'd have to be able to speak waves. Uh-huh. Um, and then... <laughs> yeah. And then you'd want you'd actively want to continue doing that. Yeah. So, it's really not their fault. They probably they don't throw know shit at him, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Harry and Hermione throw burnt cinnamon food? toast at the squid. They throw food to the squid. Burnt cinnamon toast. Yeah. Harry's favorite. Harry's favorite food. He's sharing. Sharing With the squid. <laughs> yeah. They love the squid. What? <laughs> Over the years, they had formed a strong bond. Ever since he had first noticed his ability to decipher words among the sounds of water, Kane had spent endless hours talking, playing, or just silently being with Adam. It was always in secret, of course. Had anybody else known, they would have deemed him insane. I don't know that that's true. I I don't think I can speak waves is that hard to believe in a world. Well, where do you learn to speak waves? He just has that ability, apparently. He just realized. Yeah, yeah, he's got parcel tongue, but for squid. (laughs) 
It's like that's like a super super recessive um wizarding trait. Yeah. It's like one know, person think... every 300 years. I don't think it's that hard to believe. Harry can talk right. to snakes. Yeah, but Harry had a piece of Voldemort's soul in him. Snape's just like whoosh, <laughs> I buy it. I don't think they would think he's crazy also. Whatever, Snape. A tentacle gently caressed his cheek, then his lips, and he suppressed a sigh. <laughs> All right, fine. They love each other. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's fine. Having both spent years being shunned by everybody else, always cast out of everything, the two unlikely companions had found more than just friendship in each other. Mm. Cain to Adam and Adam to Cain was somebody... Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm not about it. It's weird. No, that's... (laughs) Okay. It's fine. Was somebody who would not judge by appearances, who saw beneath the surface to what dwelled inside. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. That's gross. <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that they're like these two shunned by society, and now they are together, you know? Um, yeah. When the squid is basically shunned because nobody can speak the squid's language, um, yeah. which is sad. And Snape is shunned because he's a racist shitbag. Yeah. <laughs> and they have found love in each other. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. You know, yeah. I guess after Half-Blood Prince, people were still, I guess people are still, like, maybe Snape's just misunderstood. Yeah. And having the company of the other, whenever Kane could come to his usual place by the lake, the two had a relationship more satisfying than most of those shared by humans among themselves. Yeah. Humans. Yeah, they don't really know Making what love is. Each other. Gross. Why, Why would, would you, you do that? Do that when you could make out with a when big you could old be in squid. love. <laughs> <laughs> squid. <laughs> there could never be anything but words and gentle caresses from one of them to the other, of course. They were too different to be truly together. Yeah, it's I I like that this story acknowledges that it's not anatomically something that they can really it's not anatomically likely, <laughs> not feasible. You know what? I'm on board. You, I, I don't know. Snape could probably try to give it some beak kisses. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Some beak kisses. <laughs> Gross. Uh, Squids have beaks, right? Never mind. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I'm not a squid <laughs> biologist. Not a squid biologist. Uh, however, the bonds they shared, emotional as well as intellectual, were certainly strong enough to amount to true love. Yep. They've yeah. got a really strong platonic love. I love it. Good for them. I'm into it. <laughs> At times. 
Kane dared to dream, though. Oh, no, nope. His animagus, anima- his animagus form was a giant squid. That no. he knew. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Here's the thing. What? Okay. Also. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this opens up so many questions. What do you mean? Can he talk to the squid because his squid animag- his animagus form is a squid? Hold for the text. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I'm, I'm on board that I'm going to get an answer to this question, but I also don't want to delve any further into this. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. His, very torn. <laughs> his animagus form was a squid that he knew. Otherwise, he could have never understood Adam's oh, words. Oh, gotcha. Most would have laughed if they had known, but he didn't care. I think turning into a giant squid is funny. You know, like your friends turn into a dog and a bird and yeah so then whatever then your else animagus and then you only... turn into a giant squid <laughs> do people have animagus forms that are only like that are water bound because that would just like kind of suck though right You're yeah like, i have an animagus form but i can only do it when i'm in the water <laughs> or i'll die <laughs> or i'll literally die yeah yeah, that's kind of crappy. I mean, in Snape's case, like, good for him, you know, because eventually he'll be able to be with the squid forever or whatever. But for most regular people, I was like, if my animagus form was a trout, I would be so fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We see all kinds of unlikely forms, though. Like, Rita Skeeter's beetle form. Mm-hmm. Seems like it would... Like, it's good for her, but it would does seem like it would kind of suck. That's true. Yeah. Go through all the trouble to form your animal that's inside of you, and the animal that's inside of you is a beetle. It's, it's like, tiny. <laughs> like, I could be squished at any second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. What happens if you squish an... It's like huh. if you die in the Matrix, you die in real life. <laughs> Except it's if you die in real life, life, you die die in in real real life. life. (laughs) Stupid. All right. Keep reading me this fan fiction. I don't want to know what happens next. Tell me. (laughs) Adam was a magnificent, powerful creature, blessed with a lifetime, blessed with a lifespan multiple times as long as that of any wizard. And if anything, Cain was proud to at least somehow share the traits of his beloved's species. Maybe one day, when the pointless war was over and he was free, he would be able to complete his transformation. Once that day came, he would leave the world of humans behind without a single moment of regret to join Uh Adam in his realm of fish and water, not looking back (laughs) even once. Oh, fish and water. <laughs> so Incredible. Good. 
Incredible. I'm sorry. This is very good. Like the name stuff's a little weird, but everything else this fic is doing is incredible. Very good. Very good. Um <laughs> Oh wow. Yeah, I you know, I I want this for him. Sure. Does yeah. that mean if he turns into a squid though that he can also live a super long time or is he just like I mean, wizards have a long lifespan to begin with. True. If you die in real life, do you die? (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. What if he turns into a squid and then he lives in um, in this this lake uh, with all the magic poo and then he gets to (laughs) and then he gets to live forever, too, or whatever. But he can't turn back into a person because if he would, he would die immediately. Right. Or maybe he's an animagist like um, Regulus is. Oh, and he stays the same same age. age. (laughs) (laughs) These are all excellent theories. Listen, I don't I don't think I've ever been more on board with a Snape ship before. Yeah, this yeah. Good I mean, snake ship. Because this is really... Snape OTP. No, nah, I think I still prefer Snape slash Lockhart because I feel like it's mm. what they both deserve. <laughs> <laughs> this I is mean, a pretty good valid. one. Though. Valid. This, this fix making a good case for this ship at least. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> of course, to do that, he first had to survive the war. And although that did seem unlikely, he was certainly going to try his best, if not otherwise, than just to be able to return to Adam. Beautiful. He's, you know, in this in this universe, I hope he does. Yeah. They talked. <laughs> they talked for a long time of serious matters as well as trivial things. Adam inquired about the political situation of the wizarding world. And Cain asked about the lives of fish and mer people, genuinely interested in the happenings of the underwater world. It, it was, was, after all, Adam's world. Is that what you were about to say? <laughs> no, I just. And thus, I, I, I was good. No, this is what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, and it's thus, his world as important to him as was as it was to the only creature he could ever claim to love. Mm. He loves him, and so he cares about how his day was. That's very nice. That's very nice. <laughs> and you know, what kind of like gotta... squid news do you think the squid has? He's got some news about the lives of fish. Um, the fish were swimming in a different direction today. Yesterday, uh-huh. I saw them swimming in sort of like a westerly direction, and then uh-huh. today they were swimming in a sort of southern direction. Um, uh-huh. And then the mer people, uh, they swam around uh-huh. a little uh-huh. bit. Uh huh. They did some gardening. I know they have I gardens. This, I bet this news is fucking riveting. <laughs> um, the How Grindelows big is the Hogwarts Lake? <laughs> is it know. big? Is it it's, small? It's, no, it's got to be fucking huge. Is the thing? Yeah. Otherwise, the yeah, second okay. task would have been stupid. Well, the second task was stupid. I mean, it was stupid from a spectator perspective. 
Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it would have been like, oh, this pond. You would like me to what now? It's got to be if it's got like a bit like a like a mermaid whole ass town in there. Uh huh. That's a big lake. Yeah, it's got to be huge. It's got to be huge. Okay. Okay. So I, I I'm worried because I wonder if like you stuff a second giant squid in there and suddenly mm. it's you full offset of squid? the the ecosystem. Honestly, yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't worry about that kind of stuff. You insert another apex predator. <laughs> <laughs> what if they procreate in this lake? Then you have an invasive species. Do you think they can? Make squid babies? I don't know. I don't know anything about how squids procreate. I'm not a squid biologist. <laughs> yeah, this is some empreg squid <laughs> shit. Fine. <laughs> T for teen. <laughs> T for teen. Okay. Oh. Go for it. At last, however, he had to put an end to the conversation. I'm sorry, but... I have to go, he said, genuinely sorry. He would have wanted to stay for a longer time yet. If I don't, the rat will become suspicious. I will we return as- We have movie as... night set up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got movie night with the rat. We've got to go watch our TV show together or else, you know, we we have a schedule. Yeah. We want to get out of sync. You yeah. Know? If I don't get there in time, then the rat will watch it without me. And that is just- unacceptable crime. it's a crime <laughs> rat will watch um, gilmore girls without me <laughs> how fucking dare he need to know what happens to rory <laughs> snape would like rory <laughs> yeah get him <laughs> drag him sequoia <laughs> you burnt <laughs> I will return as soon as possible, though, he added, yet again patting the tentacle in reassurance. (laughs) Adam sighed. Well, the sound came as close to a sigh as the creature could accomplish, anyway, and again gently caressed the man's face. Do remember to return then, he said, as he swam nearer to the shore, finally gently placing Cain back onto the rock on top of which he had stood earlier. Oh, rest assured I will, replied Cain, forcing himself to use a light tone. Well, in case I don't manage to I get like back before I like how you did the- that vocally. <laughs> what do you mean? You forced yourself to use a light tone. <laughs> It's like Snape's light tone just sounds like the rest of his. He just always sounds exactly the same. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Thank you. I'm very good at this. (laughs) In case I don't manage to get back before school starts, I wish you luck with the new students. Hopefully, none will fall out of the boat this year, he added with a smirk. I don't know what that has to do with anything. It's fine. It's the most exciting thing that happens to the squid, right? Dennis yeah. falls on him. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis! Dennis. <laughs> Stay in your boat, Dennis! 
just get back in your boat. (laughs) (laughs) Then he put a hand onto the tentacle still around his waist, for the last time caressing the long appendage before it let go of him. Goodbye, Adam. And please, be safe. For a moment, it was absolutely silent. Then, however, he heard a quiet voice saying, Be safe, Severus. Nodding quietly in response, the man didn't say anything. Instead, he turned around and walked away. However, halfway to the castle, he stopped momentarily, turning his head to look back over his shoulder. However, there was nobody or nothing there, the calmness of the lake disturbed only by the small waves the wind drew by its wake. A silent sigh on his lips, Severus Snape turned away once again, leaving Adam behind. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Is that the end? That is the end. Oh my god. Listen, that story was really good. <laughs> yeah. They set out with a goal. The in the author's note at the top, they say um they talk about how they've read some like joking squid slash somebody ships and they thought they were funny. But then they found a um, Snape slash giant squid ship and they thought it was funny, but it also made them think, mm. what if they were actually in a relationship? Mm. And so they decided to write a romance story. Wow. <laughs> and I think they uh, they did a lot of uh, hard work here. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I squid slash anyone is a reach. For sure. Yeah, it's it's hard to not make that just some... Do you... Okay, we talked <laughs> in our scholarly talk about what is crack fic. Yes. Was this a crack fic just from the strength of the pairing alone? I think there were a lot of elements to this that were crack fic. There's uh-huh. like, like the pairing's cracky. The whole mm-hmm. premise that he's going to turn into a squid eventually um, when he's got the time. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, the whole idea that the squid lives forever because it's like next to some magic. Uh, the squid's really smart because it's next to the some The squid's really smart because it's next to magic. There's a lot of, there's a lot of crack fic. <sighs> elements in there it is not written Uh like a crack fic yeah there's crack elements i don't know i think i'd have trouble categorizing it as crack i think i would categorize it as crack all right it does have that i think there's i think it's missing the intention and the style yeah the energy the chaotic energy is not necessarily there Mm mm-hmm um I think it's a story with crack elements. I think I could see it going either way. All right. Cool. (laughs) I didn't get any points, man. Um, I think you actually maybe did. I don't Your last one was that there would be a declaration of love by the lake. That's true, but was there a declaration of love? I don't know. Let me Are you gonna go back into the text and make sure? Oh, no, they don't say they love each other. They do love each other, though. Yeah, I would say that I don't get a point, but I was pretty fucking close, my dude. Oh, you were so close. I was pretty fucking close, man. 
I and I did manage to guess the pairing. <laughs> before <Once we'd... laughs> the squid appeared somehow. Yeah. Once you had Snape making squid noises by the lake. <laughs> he was he was making wave noises. That doesn't yeah. automatically translate to squid noises. It did for you. I, well, I read a lot of fan fiction. <laughs> and also, you know me. And I know you. Actually, you didn't because you were so surprised. Never mind. Well, here's the th- <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. That was a joke. Honestly, did not see that that was actually what this was going to be. But now that I'm thinking about it, I can't believe I didn't realize that you were going to do Squid Month again. I was so excited for weeks. Yeah. Damn. I really should have seen that coming, honestly. Yeah. I should have been like, oh, July? (laughs) It's going to be about the giant squid, but no, no, no. Oh, dang it. (laughs) Um, Okay. Ah! Well, welcome to Squid Month, I guess, everybody. Let's get into... (sighs) We've got Emma... Let's see. We have a breaking hold for the end, please. Hold for the end, please. This is not just any regular breaking hold for the end, please. No, this no, is no, a no. breaking news hold for the end, please. Really, you normally hold for the end, please, is where one of you, our dear listeners, sends us the end of a story that wasn't quite c- completed to your satisfaction. But in this case, Dear listeners, somebody reached out to us. Well, they didn't reach out to us. Somebody tweeted that. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta tell this story. We gotta back up. We gotta back up. We gotta zoom out a we, little bit. Somebody tweeted at us and was like, "Oh my gosh, I, I was uh, looking for any remnants of my old fan fiction on the internet and found this podcast reviewing one of my old fan fictions." And, and by reviewing, they did mean dunking on. Yeah. So we. <laughs> We were like, oh, my God, reached out to them. Which one was your fan fiction? This is so exciting because we just are the stories we do are so old that we never get to hear from these people. And we're so excited. So the author that reached out to us wrote Willow's Thorn and um, apparently had written a lot more of Willow's Thorn. Um, Originally published on Quizilla. Oh. And I remember reading fan fiction on Quizilla Me back too. in the day. It was not the format for it at all. No, it was but not a good medium for it. <laughs> for some reason, it was all there. There was like a ton there was a of it. A lot there. And Quizilla is fucking gone. Yeah, Just gone, gone, gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So this author was kind enough. Not only did this author listen to the whole episode, but listen to the then had the her friends listen to the whole episode, um, which is great. Uh, and also uh, told us a bunch about what happened next to Rose. What's up with Rose? Oh my God! <laughs> this is this is like a gold mine. Like I can't even explain how exciting this is. <sighs> I was losing my damn mind. And they have a ton Hell, of stuff. Yeah. So I guess I'll just start going through it. Yeah? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, 
So in the story, we know that when Rose is in dog form, she's got like a little red streak on her. And apparently she uh-huh. also has that in her hair. Mm, okay. Um, which her mood ring hair came from the fact that the author desperately wanted to dye their hair weird colors and wasn't allowed to do that, which is amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds correct. <laughs> she does. Rose does eventually end up at Hogwarts. Um, and she. So sad that's gone. Yeah, I know. And in like not in dog form, like in, as as Rose. As um, a per- yeah, she does eventually like reveal that she's a person and she (sighs) refuses to wear her school uniform and is somehow not disciplined for this behavior and is just allowed to continue (laughs) um i think that's a really common trope from this time (laughs) yeah she definitely um she was admired by her friends for her sassy comebacks to bullies (laughs) and unfair teachers um which is great uh let's see what else we've got here um so when we (laughs) when we were talking about how she took all her stuff with her apparently this was a (laughs) reference to disc world um yeah her stuff was in a trunk that was gonna follow her around yeah yeah um which Which is awesome i have never read those um yeah neither have i but yeah apparently that's a disc world reference and then um the death the death eaters were after rose and not her mom they killed her mom because mm. they were after rose um mm. because and and i quote from the author here i'm 60% sure there's a prophecy <laughs> um and there's prophecy reasons why she didn't know about harry potter and uh they wanted her the death eaters wanted her for her unique powers and potential and the of two course. Death Eaters, which were hypothetically uh, Lucius and Bellatrix, were basically like Team Rocket in this. <laughs> is what the author says. That big Pokemon, Pokemon energy. energy bringing it back. <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh. Um, yes, very good. The flashes of memory were meant to be literal flashes, and so they didn't know everything about each other. But the mm, green yeah. thread was supposed to be similar to the pensive. Hmm. Um, and there's a prophecy, so they're linked. They have to become linked spiritually sure. a- Fine. and ain't able to, like, fulfill the prophecy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the author thinks that they remember her middle name was Willow. So, like, Rose Willow Black, which is why it's called Willow's Thorn. Uh-huh. And they wrote somewhere between 10 and 20 chapters that were incredible. Yeah, that were all up on Quizilla. She said that um the full story ran until the Christmas holidays and there was a Yule ball and a gratuitous description of her outfit. Yeah. She says it was an emerald green medieval style dress and her hair was auburn. <gasps> yes. And a snowball fight. Ugh. And oh my goodness. It's so <laughs> it's so awesome to hear these things um from from the actual um, author. Yeah, she mentions that um there's very little there was very little romance in the whole thing um because she uh didn't know it yet 
that she was ace and she was grossed out by physical content contact so cute that is that is a big mood. incredible um yeah yeah was that a big that's mood, a Sequoia? big mood <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean um oh one of her tweets also i wanted to hit um was that she was um one of the tweets that she originally did was um, she was so glad she didn't manage to upload more of it to fanfiction.net and that the memory of the line, because I'm a goth, duh, <laughs> only lives in her heart. But also, now that she's tweeted that, it lives, it lives in, in all of yeah, us. It lives with us all. Whew. Oh. Incredible. Incredible. Thank you so much so, to the author. Especially for sharing all of this silliness with us yeah we love it so much you very much appreciate it okay um so now that we're done with our breaking news segment let's get to uh <laughs> the rex all right today i'm recommending a story called like water for squid meat yes in the theme as it were this story, I was hoping that I would be able to use this. It has been sent to me at least three times. Wow. But I read it and I was like, no way. I like this. It's drawn. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I'm recommending it. It's fine. It's fine. Here I go. Um, thank you to Skylar and Molly and the unnamed third person that sent this to me. It's very silly. Um, I also really like Harry's, um, it's post-war and Harry's like really nervous about being photographed by the paparazzi in it. Oh, nice. And it's just really silly and well-written and it's drawn and I like it. Nice. I'm recommending it. Sweet. Read it. (laughs) Squid stuff. (laughs) You can find a link to that, uh to that recommendation in the description of this episode, you can also find it on our website, www.fanaticalfix.com. You can find a whole list of all of our recommendations on our website, as well as uh, some merch. We've got some merch on the website and a link to our Tee Public, where there is a variety of merch available. Also on the website is our story submission forms. Don't send me like water for squid meat anymore. I've used it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you, if you want to uh, follow us on social media, we've got a Facebook, an Instagram, a Twitter, at Fanatical Fix. You can also reach out with any longer thoughts to our email, fanaticalfix at gmail.com. Do keep sending us your OCs. OCs. There's we want maybe them. possibly a new segment that maybe might happen of those. So keep sending them in. If you like this podcast and want to help this podcast out, there's a few ways you can do that. Drop us a review on the internet. (laughs) Um, You can also tell... Drop us a review in person. Drop us a review in person. Jesus Christ. You can also trick everyone 2020. I don't mean review in person to us. I mean review in person to one of your friends. You walk up to your friends and you're like, five stars. Wow. I love Drary. This podcast. (laughs) 
Your friend is like, oh this my podcast God. makes me laugh on the bus. <laughs> what is happening? Um, <laughs> we have only gotten to half a million downloads because you are all so great at tricking your friends into listening to our silly podcast. So thank you for that. Yep. And continue to nice, do that thing. Nice trickery, everyone. Also, if you like this podcast, you could support us by joining our Patreon. It exists. It's very silly. <laughs> We're in the middle of reading Carry On right now. I think we'll probably be done by the time this episode drops. Yeah. But that's been really fun. We've got all kinds of silly stuff going on on our Patreon Discord all the time. So check our Patreon out and maybe join up if you want. Speaking of Patreon, after six months of continued support, you get a shout out on the podcast in the form of a story segment, which Sequoia is going to do right now. It's the trio's seventh year, and Dumbledore has decided to bring back the Yule Ball to lift the spirits of the students, who are all anxiously awaiting the final battle with moldy pants. <laughs> Due to Hogwarts' impending doom, Dumbledore is unable to get any wizarding bands to come play, so he gets a muggle artist to agree to play the dance. Ron decides to finally ask Hermione... Neville has been spending quality time with a girl from Hufflepuff, and Draco has not returned since his six-year bad guy debacle, so Harry decides to go stag. As Harry sways by himself in the middle of the dance floor, he locks eyes with a Ravenclaw boy he'd never taken a second look at before. Will Terry and Harry find love while swaying together to the dulcet tones of Jason Mraz? Or will Draco return with a secret that could unravel this budding romance? Terry, Harry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. To, no, wait. Um, Stop. What? What song? <laughs> um, I didn't pick one. Pick a Jason Mraz song right now. <laughs> I gotta go to Spotify. I don't know any Jason Mraz songs off the top of my head. Who Why do you not? Think I am. <laughs> Get oh oh it's oh it's this is that. <laughs> did you just name a random artist? <laughs> yes, I did. What the fuck do you expect from me, man? It's, All right, what song? I'm yours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Terry Harry. Definitely Terry Harry. <laughs> Thank you so much to Gian Perez, Abigail Lamel, Emma Webb, Sierra Gavin, Kendra Thomas, and Elise Schooling. Thank you so much for your continued support. It really means a lot to us. Thank you also to the Whomping Willows for our amazing theme song. It's their song, Wolfstar. Bye. Bye. Happy Squid Month. <laughs> <laughs>